0: What is going on everybody? This is Trey Wynn. Welcome into Chat 10 Sports. This episode is a specialty Tennessee Titans episode only. It's been a crazy week for Tennessee Titans fans everywhere. Last week they lost to the rival Indianapolis Colts in Nashville on a blistering hot day at Nissan Stadium. Uh, It's been a crazy wake of emotion, of reaction. Polarizing views on Marcus Mariota. There's been a line drawn in the sand for a lot of faithful fans to number eight who have actually jumped the Marcus Mariota bandwagon and the ship, and they're off of it. Um, Obviously, if you're listening to this and you're on Tennessee Titans Twitter and you're active on there, you know uh, I'm somewhat of a polarizing guy apparently, Uh, but Bon Ali is joining me for this episode, and this may be uh, the first of many for Tennessee Titans Talk. But I uh, just wanted to let everyone know this is a part of chattensports.com. You can find us online there. Feel free to find all of our articles, our podcast feeds, and social media platforms. But we're here to talk some Tennessee Titans. So without further ado, make sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast, rate it if you'd be so kindly. But I hope you enjoy this episode with myself and Ball and Ali. Yeah, got Bowen Ali here with me. A Nashville native like myself grew up, uh both of us in, in, in the 615 have been Titans fans. How long? how long have you been a Titans fan? Since day one. Yeah, baby. Since
1: day one. I bleed two tone blue.
0: I love it, dude. And yeah, you Bowen up, and too? I recently we've we've gotten to know each other. Um we, obviously bowen has been a, a long time season ticket member. I'll be up there in the Nissan Stadium probably four times and then planning on going to Atlanta. But we're making this. Obviously, this week's been a pretty how do you want to say it? Controversial. It's been
1: uh, pretty hectic.
0: Divisive?
1: Uh, yeah. Divisive is a key. It is a good word. It's a good work.
0: I mean, the, the, the line in the sand has been drawn. A lot of people, especially Titans, Twitter folks, you know, we all kind of know each other. And you get familiar with the folks that make the faithful rounds, but um, what a few days, man. Sunday, is, I'm thinking it's Tuesday night right now. We're recording this um, for everyone who might be listening. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, we're fresh out of this loss of the Colts, and it's going straight down. It's like the Red Sea has divided, and the two-tone blue has split. There's dark blue on one side navy maybe blue on the other.
1: It, it's, um, it's pretty crazy to me. It's just, like, it's only week two of right. the season. And our whole fan base is acting like the season's over already. Yeah. Like, we all know. I personally did not expect this to beat the Colts. I don't care who their quarterback is. It could be Dan Rawoski. We mm-hmm. were going to lose that game. The Colts just flat out own us.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but, I mean, we do have a quarterback issue. Right. We do have a quarterback issue. I mean, I personally think, though, if Kyro Santos hits that field goal, tight swears very calm right now. Oh, yeah. We're two and we're perfectly good to go and we're looking over to looking forward to Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, yeah. and and something I've been thinking about too is uh, obviously week 1 a lot of big plays for AJ Brown, for Derrick uh-huh. Henry as well. Um it's been something that I'd, I with us beating them 43 to 13 that that kind of standard being set for week one, it's almost like we could have won that game by a point. It would have still been slightly disappointing just because we clicked on all cylinders for week one. Um, And like, like you said, if, if, if if Cairo Santos hits that field goal, it's a different story, but it was pretty evident really quickly after the the game, um, the Mariota faithful stood up and the Mariota haters doubters, Uh, stood up as well and a lot of people were jumping sides man I know there's quite a few notable names on on just the community of Titans fans online Um, I don't spend much time on Facebook so for anyone who's on a Facebook group I'm sorry if I've missed your your opinions and everything there but yeah for Titans Twitter I know quite a few guys who have been faithful to Marcus Mariota Um, and I'll just open this thing up Ballin, because I'm I'm probably at least the last two days I won't say I'm not the most famous guy on Titans Twitter, but I'm probably um, gaining a reputation of being a Marcus hater. And I want to kind of clear the air with it because – and you and I – I feel like you and I are a little bit on, on different sides of it. Um, we
1: definitely are. Okay, um,
0: because I'll ask you, are you in on Marcus today?
1: Um, I am. Um, I feel like with all the weapons that he has today right now, yeah, he had a bad game. Uh, he had a bad game on Sunday uh-huh. uh, but he's still our qb1 you cannot pull him after just having one bad game um, this whole this whole narrative would have changed if like I said Kyron Santos hits that field goal we would have mm-hmm. won Ty Titan story would not be fighting each other right now over the whole Marcus Mariano situation right. but let's not let's not act like he Cleveland he didn't look too great in Cleveland either because he did miss a couple of touchdown touchdown passes. Right. Where Tajay really Sharp he had him wide open. He could have scored. Corey Davis, he gets in the numbers. We got a we got our first there right there. Uh but I mean, you can't pull him right now. You know what right. I
0: mean? Yeah. You can't well i I'm, I'm looking at stats from just i mean the season cumulative right now for the regular season through two games uh fifty two attempts he's uh thirty three completions he's sixty three and a half percent uh four hundred two yards four touchdowns no interceptions he's been sacked eight times which is obviously concerning but his quarterback rating uh was his 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 quarterback rating was forty four uh but his his overall rating was hundred and twelve which you have to be somewhat content with however, however, here's my biggest thing. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to be a little long winded here. So bear with me for a second. I think of this thing, I'm looking at it from the Tennessee Titans organization's view of this is our guy. And it's a make or break year for this year. And he has an opportunity to gain a contract going forward. Now those statistics do not show him to be a bad quarterback. Those stats are, are solid for what you're looking at, but like you just said, week one, It was okay. He did what he had to do. He made the right passes for A.J. Brown. He had, I don't know, a couple 50-plus yarder or close to 50-yard receptions that had a bunch of yards after catch, um, you know, reception yards there. And then, obviously, Derrick Henry, 75-yard ball. And you were there. You got to experience it firsthand. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, but my thing – I'm not trying to be critical of Marcus Mariota. I'm trying to scrutinize what he's doing to think: is this guy earning 120 some million dollars that the average now is, which I can look it up on Spotrac uh, online for all those who. I mean, I, I want to. I want to know what he has to do to get this thing, because like we've all we all know this. Titans fans know this. We've been from who McNair. We've been through everybody left and right. We do not have a. We have not had a reliable quarterback. Uh, comparatively since speaking, since since Steve McNair. Um, it's something that, I mean, we've been through almost everybody. Uh, and obviously, we I, I do not want to go back through that. I know a lot of fans are scared to death of going back through that as well. But right now, as far as according to spotrack.com, um, awesome site if you don't already use it. I'm probably giving out some people's, like, you know, ace up their sleeve, but they do a market value, cumulative market market or calculated market value, according to what he's, he is slated to make in this next year in 2020. Um, it's going at a $22.6 million average annual salary for five years. So the total is a five year, $113 million uh, salary average of 22.6. would make him the 10th highest uh, ranked NFL player. 10th highest ranked quarterback in the NFL as far as the, the, the contract value. So through two weeks, if I'm mark if I'm if I have to make a decision right now, obviously I don't think he's had enough success to be the guy to make make this contract and earn this contract. And I want to ask the question to you, Bowen, since like we were saying we're on on different sides of the fence here. For the Chiefs, the Packers, the Saints. Uh, the Seahawks. Who do you think is the number one player on those teams that puts butts in the seats at their stadiums?
1: It is quarterback. It is a thousand percent quarterback.
0: And who? And this is this is obviously I think a rhetorical question. But who's the one person for the Tennessee Titans that will make you want to go and make you not want to go to see them in person?
1: It's Marcus Mariota.
0: And that's that's my thing. And I'm I'm not saying this happened this last week. I think there were. And I'm not trying to wrap all this thing up in one game. This is four years. And I think a lot of people, I mean, they can throw stones there. It's yes, it's, it's the hot topic. It's the recency bias. It's the reaction. I get it. However, Marcus Mariota did not convince me through the last season, two seasons, even in 2016, his best statistical year, he had a good year and when he's on, he's on. And when he's not, he's really not, he's not a good quarterback. Um, I look forward to seeing like what Derrick Henry can do. I'm more intrigued by that. Of just give the ball to Henry or give it to, to Corey Davis. Don't turn the ball over. Just let them do their stuff. And and I, I have a hard time thinking that Marcus Mariota is not uh, going to turn the ball over. I think he's getting a little bit, uh, you know, kind of a little heady with it, overthinking things. But like I said, I'm long winded. I'm going to end my rant right there. What are your initial thoughts? Is that a fair – like, am, am I being fair in that? And be, be 100% honest with me.
1: I mean, I would I would say – I mean, there's a reason why they give these guys five years to prove themselves. Um, I would say this, though. The Titans have not held Mariota out till this year, where all the offensive coordinator changes, where they lost to Marco Murray last year. When they lost to Marco Murray and they signed Deion Lewis, that hurt him because he did not have the play action that he can get to. He did not have that good running game at the beginning of last year. He did not have Derrick Henry at like the Derrick Henry of December mm-hmm. early in the year last year. So that hurt him. Uh, Marcus Marietta, uh, I came to understand this and accept this. He is not going to be a top-tier quarterback in his league, but there's no reason why he, he could not be Alex Smith, uh, an average quarterback in the NFL with great pieces around him a great mm-hmm. manager of the game uh, with Derrick Henry coming with Derrick Henry emerging to what he has been now. Um, I, I say this, if I were, if we were to make the decision right now, I definitely would say I would franchise him. Give me another mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Give me another year to prove it. Give me If you can prove it two years in a row and you can put up the stats that I think you can put up the stats, that's when I'll give you the contract. But we're, at the same time, we might have a situation of Kirk Cousins on our hands. Right. Like, it may be two years. Yeah, you put up 20-plus touchdowns two years in a row. Hey, what about a third year? Let's go ahead and do a third year before I pay you. But in the third year, that market value is not $125 million. We're mm-hmm. looking at a $200 million man. But I I, that, I mean, the thing is, Marcus, we have to accept as much as I love that guy and I want him to succeed, and I want this man to be my fan my franchise quarterback for the next 15 years, is he's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not Andrew Luck. He is top tier and Alex Smith, which is an average quarterback in this league. Uh, with a great defense that the Titans have, there's no reason why the Titans cannot be like the Ravens were when they had Joe Flacco as their starting quarterback and won the Super Bowl that year. That is, There's no reason why they have the pieces, but it does come back to quarterback play he has to make
0: smart decisions. Right. Yeah, and I'm looking online right now, and obviously there's been there's been criticisms, and, I, and I've tried to be you know critical, not critical, but yeah, honest absolutely. about Arthur Smith, what he did last week. Week one was an A plus. Had a great game. Had a good call. Uh, made, everything made sense. But last week, that was not the case. And I think he, I think he knows that. His pressure today, I swear, every single conversation and question, uh, or every question that he he was given. It was about him. It wasn't about, well, we have to have this Absolutely. from this, this position group. Um, but something that stuck out to me, and it's, it's becoming more and more evident, and i want to give a shout-out to Mike Herndon for uh, the MCM, Mike Miracles on Twitter, uh, basically pointing out how there were multiple situations where Corey Davis basically had touchdowns left on the field. And obviously, I think the defense did their part. Yes, they missed some sacks. They missed some tackles. I think Rashawn Evans you know, kind of got sucked inside on, on a reach block uh not, not Quentin Nelson, but the opposite guard of him for the Colts. And that led to that 50-some yard touchdown uh, not touchdown run, but significant rushing play. Um, but for the defense to do their job in that way, and then obviously at the end of the game, I think there was video evidence of Corey Davis just once uh Marietta threw it to AJ Brown, AJ Brown dropped it, you know, throws his fist and kind of makes a you know an obvious yeah. physical gesture of, of displeasement.
1: Oh, absolutely. I saw that, and um, when I heard about it, and I saw it on Twitter on Mike's page, it was like, man, that was a touchdown. Mm -hmm. But I'll I'll go back to this, though. Since Corey Davis has been a Titan, Mariota and Corey Davis have not been on the same page. It is like, what is going on? You guys have had three years together. Why are you not on the same page? It should be easily where, hey, I, I mean, a situation like that, a top five pick? You, that that should be your main target. Go ahead and throw it to him, and that's a catch. It should be an automatic catch. Top five pick. It should be a, like Corey Davis should be playing like Calvin Johnson was. Yeah, that's well, the top five pick.
0: If you see his, um, you know, his, some of his college highlights. I mean, he's got some plays where he's making a slant route. He's taking that thing sixty yards just off of his ability to make guys miss. And like Mike pointed out, Mike Scott. If you on Twitter follow follow him, I'm sure we've both seen it, retweeted it, liked it. Um, there's evidence where he is open on these plays, and all Marcus Mariota has to do is flick it to him, and, and he's got some, I mean, significant yard gains. But, but here's the thing, I get it. Like, and here's, just to just to get everybody, people want to say I'm wishy-washy on Marcus Mariota, and but today, but
1: uh, Trey, you yeah. are wishy-washy, bro. Like, when I on, on Twitter, one minute you're like, man, he's our guy, and then two two minutes later, you're like, man, I'm I'm, I'm ready to get Tandy Hole out there.
0: I haven't said a, get put Tannehill out there. I've said this week. I've said if Marcus Mariota goes out this Thursday and struggles, I think you have to consider putting Tannehill in. Money aside, I think Eli Manning him being benched for Daniel Jones today was a massive thing because I think Eli Manning's due about seventeen to twenty million dollars this year. Marcus is due twenty point nine. So what's more important, the contract to a quarterback who can't perform? Or getting wins while they're on the field, but the thing is
1: the the whole Eli Manning getting benched to marcus Mar- Mariota it's completely different. The Giants are clearly rebuilding right that's why, and I feel like if 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 for example, Mariota's on his fifteenth year where they just drafted a rookie quarterback this past season, and they have the team that the Giants had, of course bench him in a heartbeat they're like Go in and make him the backup and let the kid learn. But if you switch positions between the Giants and the Titans right now, oh, absolutely not. You ride Eli. You ride Eli if the. See, kid, I disagree with you. You ride Eli because you put the young sl- sling gunner out there. No, you're going to make mistakes, rookie mistakes. And we've been through this how many times from Jake Locker to Zach Menberger to uh, freaking whoever, whatever, Vince Young. Um, mm-hmm. the rookie mistakes, those cause teams wins. I don't want this franchise to go back to being 2-14. and 14. I don't think it would be
0: 2-14 if Tannehill came out.
1: I mean, bro, what did he do in Miami?
0: Bro, he put up – I mean, here's, here's the thing. I, I want to respond to what you just said as far as it being a different situation. I think it is different for the sake, yes, they've given a top-10 pick to Daniel Jones. They did that with a mission. obviously, if, if Eli did not perform – I get it. I get what you're saying there. However, it's different for Titans fans or t- Titans organization, comparatively speaking, to the Giants. I think the Giants are trying not to lose their fan base from completely going in shambles and start calling you know, people's jobs and the media, and that's, that's a different market, obviously. I Absolutely. think the Titans are doing the same or should be doing the same thing for the sake of potentially losing wins when the roster is as good as it is right now. John Robinson's put a lot of time and effort into this roster, obviously. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Saffold's
0: been struggling. Adam Humphreys hasn't gotten the touches. Corey Davis hasn't gotten the looks because Mario has been holding the ball too long, whatever it is. There are so many variables in this on this roster and team right now that this last Sunday, it
1: did not click. See, I'll tell you this. I'll go back to this, though. Roger Saffold, if you look at him, when he's played next to a great tackle, he looks great. Mm-hmm. Adam Humphreys, how, like Mike showed a great video on Twitter where he's chipping defensive ends and outside linebackers coming on Dennis Kelly's side. That's causing him not to be at full steam and running the correct routes. Right. Taylor Lawan, Taylor LeWan screwed this team. Mm-hmm. Like it or not, Taylor Lewan put this team in a position where they're not able to use the tools and weapons that they have because of Taylor Lawan's suspension. Right. Like it's causing – like for, Delaney Walker is not able to run long, long routes – because he has to chip and block Johnu Swift the same way. It's right. all these all these big nice pieces that Mariota has, he can't he can't his offense is not full speed till week four uh week five when mm-hmm. the Bills. It's Taylor Lewan, like it or not, Taylor LeWan screwed this team.
0: Yeah. This year. I mean I, I think everyone agrees whether they're on the side of him being innocent he knew he took it or he didn't know he took it, whatever. I, I agree a hundred percent. The fact that he's not here, it's and this is what we all talked about whenever the, the suspension first came down is how is this thing going to play out through the first four weeks? However, for the sake of quarterback right now, and I'm going to just, and I tweeted it today. I've got it pinned on my profile right now for everyone who listens to this on Twitter, can go on and see. Because uh, let me see who it was, his name. Uh, it's just saying 2013, it's Maku 87 on Twitter. And so he says, if he balls out for the rest of the season, are people going to take back their words or still be a non-believer? And I said today, officially, September seventeenth at 12 7, 10, twelve twenty-seven p.m., I said if he balls out and proves me wrong, I will be. I'm confident. Uh, I'm not confident he will, but if he does, I'll be the first person to eat crow. I want this team to win. I want Marcus Mariota to go out there and do his thing. I want him to be that guy that we've seen whenever he's at his absolute best. He is clicking on all cylinders. He is a game-changing quarterback. I want him to be that guy. I don't know if I got to my point earlier, but today Paul Koharski asked him the question as far as why he was holding the ball so long. He didn't get to his checkdowns. And he just flat out honestly said, you know, I think I was just trying to make too many big plays. I think I was, I was, you know, I got, I got held up. I was trying to see something that wasn't there, and I, got, and I gave up a couple sacks. And to me, I respect the honesty of saying, and I'm sure Marcus in his own way, obviously he feels the pressure. You know, Marcus obviously, I mean, he seems like a guy that he does not show any emotion, doesn't allow things to get to him. But for the sake of what is happening right now, there's no doubt that he feels the pressure. He wants to be able to go out there and make these huge plays. But in my opinion, if he adjusts his mindset, to trying to, you know, for a baseball analogy, if you try to get a single or a double versus hitting a home run every time you go to the plate, I think you can be more successful in the long term than the, than, than the short term. I think for Henry, if, you know, if he can have his success, Arthur Smith can make some play calls. Yes, this is a team game. Yes, it's an offensive unit that has to perform together. But if they can all click and Marcus can do his, you know, and I think week one is a good opportunity or a good uh, example of it. If he can do enough to to get the get the W and have a definitive win, I would want to see more than what he did in week one to really stand out. I think, I think he got upstaged by Henry and AJ Brown a little bit, but if he can go out there and make some big plays, dude, yes, I'm I'm all in, and I want to. What are they saying on Twitter? I believe right now with an eighth in in, in place yeah, of the I would, B. I mean, shout
1: I, out I, shout I, out to my boy Fast Nasty. Yeah, maybe Matt Keaton up. in the house.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love, I love the community that the Titans fans have, but when when things like today, like where it gets just almost like abrasive, aggressive and attacking of each other, that's where it's like, all right, I'm going to either bow out a little bit or, you know, I'm not going to engage with some people who are just, you know, whatever.
1: At the it's, end of the day, I think I, we're all I, Titans fans. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, the thing is with Titans Twitter that we all have to believe in, um, I personally, the reason why I defend him, he's my QB1. Mm-hmm. The minute that Vrabel says, hey, I'm rolling with Tannehill and Tannehill's my QB1, I'm going to be riding Tannehill because um, no player is bigger than the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever, like, hey, I was one of those guys. I was one of those guys that was riding with Zat Mittenberger because he was my QB1.
0: Right.
1: Um, so We all were, brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So were. it's it's the thing is, like I said, it's, Whoever is out there, that's who I believe Titans fans are going to be rooting for. But I believe this to this day because people are still like – I'm talking to my friends about this. People are still like, hey, Titans screwed Vince Young. Jeff Fisher for screwed Vince Young. I, I like to say is Vince Young, he didn't have it up there mentally. He mm-hmm. wasn't up there mentally. He was not dedicated to the game. But a guy like Marcus Mariota, year five in the NFL – the tools and talents that we've seen from him, if he was consistent, if he was consistent, where he threw two touchdown passes, 200 yards every game, and we knew what we were going to get out of him, which Marcus Mariota we were going to get, man, I would be licking my chops and paying this man in a heartbeat. Right. But I love Marcus, but man, like one game you had three touchdowns, zero picks, I would not be shocked against the Jaguars if he has one touchdown, four picks. Mm-hmm. It's just the inconsistency is killing me. But at the end of the day, I truly believe the Titans are going to live and die by how good Marcus Mariota is. Absolutely. Um, if Marcus like, – and I truly, truly, truly believe this, Marcus Mariota is our best option at quarterback right now at at this current stage Marcus Mariota is our best option I might be I might be proven wrong in a, if in a few weeks if a change does happen but Marcus Mariota is the one that's going to make those dynamic plays he's going to beat Lucivas and he's going to do like the certain situations he had against the Giants last year throwing a block on the linebacker for Derek Henry, Steph Armin, that guy from Jacksonville who's not even in the league anymore. he ended his career. That's how bad he stepped on them um its just that's I truly believe he has that clutch gene in him that's why I'm riding with Marcus right now at the end of the season that may change because there may be better options out there, but Marcus is. Man, Marcus is my guy. Let Let's ride. Just, uh, <clears throat> as Vanderbilt's head coach, Derek Mason would say, "Let's ride, Marcus."
0: Yeah, and and I, my thing, I don't want to see Tannehill. I I don't want it to get to that point again. I I for the record, and I want to give a shout out to Donna because I'm trying to think of her last name. Um, S- loyal...
1: Sports
0: junkies or Twitter name? Yeah, yeah. Loyal fan. We've gotten to know each other. I've been to her this this Mario hater, uh, doubter, whatever you want to call it. I appreciate her loyalty. But today, uh, you know, I don't think it was out of line on her end. I get what she's saying as far as just get get off the fence is what she said to me. But it was one of those things that she replied to me and said, if you're if you're a Team Titans fan, then you should be able to be a fan of the quarterback. When you love him one week, but you hate him the next. If we lose it, it appears you're a bandwagon fan. It's a team sport. I can list special teams and defense that also cost us that game. I agree. However, I'm not talking. I'm talking about a cumulative four-year time that we've had with Marcus Mariota. Correct. I reply back to her saying, "I one, I don't hate Marcus Mariota. He's inconsistent, so stop acting like, uh, stop acting shocked that people are back and forth on him. I think I'm I'm one of many. I think I'm on the whatever." Two-tone side, that's the opposite of of the Mariota supporters. Number two, fandom is not blind loyalty. If someone is bad, they need to be replaced or they can improve. I think Marcus Mariota knows himself. Arthur Smith knows himself. And whoever else performed badly last week knows they have to be better. It's one game. That's my point. It's one game. I don't think we should be, you know, attacking each other. But number three, I've said I've been a Titans fan since before my pebble fled down just to keep that as a PG as I could. I, I mean, I love this team. And to the point that I've had, you know, years of my wife saying, Oh, I'm sorry. Every single Sunday, whenever they let us down, going two and 14 and you expect so much when the roster's as good as it is, but they let you down. I don't want to see this team go down that road, which is why I'm open to them going to Tannehill if they need to. I don't think he's better than Marcus Mariota. I think he might have like a stronger arm. Maybe he's a little bit better as far as his footwork, things, little things like that. Because so I do think Marcus Mariota still has fundamental issues, and I mean, I mean there's been. Countless people online, as far as you know, podcasts, radio stations that talk about it. Obviously, I'm, I'm not going to rely on the national media because I don't think they really pay attention to us and our little man. They don't, even, uh, they don't even. They don't even care
1: about Nashville. They don't even care about Nashville. They only cared about us when we threw the biggest NFL draft yet. That's the but, only time national me- media actually paid attention to Nashville.
0: But that first play of the Colts game, and there's a video. I think we've all. But uh, It's been passed around a couple of times, but you can see Marcus, this this pocket develops perfectly for him, but his plant foot, his front foot, whenever he's thrown to Delaney Walker, his timing was, was almost there, but his plant foot was, it's not pointed towards Delaney. So it's a little bit off. It throws a little bit behind him and it plays incomplete. But if that play completed, if he made that pass to Delaney, that's a solid 10, 12 yard gain, or who, who knows, you know, if Delaney can take off and get some more yards. But my point being, I'm here to wave the white flag for all Titans fans that think that I I hate Mariota or I'm a doubter or, or dude you can't you can't give me a better guy. I don't want my quarterback giving pregame speeches about eating W's and all this stupid <laughs> I crap. You, I don't care if he's loud. I don't care if he's quiet. I don't care if he's stoic. I don't care if he's outspoken. Marcus Mariota is as good as it gets when you have a cookie cutter image as far as his character. He's quiet. Nothing gets to him. Nobody, even after four years, media members are saying, who is this guy? Doesn't show any emotion. It almost frustrates him. I'm completely fine with that, but I want him to be at his best. And this year he has the best cast around him to do it. So go ahead, ball. I'm sorry. I think I'm talking. No, no, more.
1: no, you're absolutely right, dude. Like the thing is we all want the best for this team and we all want this team to win. And, there's nothing, be- there's nobody better than Marcus Mariota that we want as lean our quarterback. When I was in Cleveland, I was arguing with Browns fans that I was like, "Man, I would take I would take Mariota over Baker all day," because because of one thing and one reason only. I know for a fact my quarterback is not going to have any off the field issues, no off the field drama. Baker and his arrogant self, I don't <laughs> want that as my quarterback. I don't want like I want a guy that's head first going in ready to go to work but the, and like I said it's 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 who what you get with Marcus but I mean honestly to the to this day I am grateful that Marcus fell to us and Jameis did it right. because I read Marcus looks better and that one two combo Marcus is the better deal than Jameis Winston I'm sorry
0: total but package James, yeah, yeah
1: yeah total package Marcus Mariota was the better deal um, than James Winston but, I mean, I'll, I'll go back to this, though. 2016 Mariota, I would have paid 2016 Mariota as many, much money he he would have wanted. Right. Uh, because, like, he had a great running game. That play-action game looked great. But at 2016 Mariota, after he broke his ankle, he hasn't been the same. Yeah. We need, to, we need that Mariota before his injury to come back. And I would pay that man in a heartbeat. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but going back to like, going back to Titans Twitter, people attacking this man's character, that is classless. Um, like mm-hmm. I read something on Twitter a couple of days ago. I don't know if I should give, give this person some like love or not, but yeah. saying all effing talk all week about being focused. You do that. F you, Marcus, F, F you, F your potential, F. Your pregame hype phone calls to your mommy and daddy like a 12 year old boy Mm -hmm. like just because this man is close to his family we want to attack him for that right if i don't talk to my parent if i don't talk to my dad and my parents twice or three times in a day there's something wrong Mm -hmm. I, i i'm close to my family and i take truly truly pride in that and making sure my parents are proud of me no matter what i do it's we're going. We're getting to these levels of attacking this man's character because he's talking to his parents before a game. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that has nothing to do with his, with his on-game performance. Like, right. we like that model. Like, man, that had me fired up. I really, really wanted to respond to that to that person, but just because he calls his mom and dad to, like, come on, come on, guys, we can do better than that. We're not. <laughs>
0: And see, I, I respect the fact that I'm sure Marcus Mario did. I mean, he doesn't pay attention to any of this stuff. I know it's, mm-hmm. there was a different guy that was, you know, criticizing him for that as well, which I think yeah. is just, I mean, your daily practices, I don't care what religion you are, whatever your family dynamic is, you know, creeds, all that stuff. That's completely secondary to throwing the ball down the field to whoever. And it's exactly, it's, it's a mean, bit much.
1: Yeah, we're we're getting to these low levels of attacking this man. It's, it's, it's not called for. right? Uh, it's not called for it. Like, come on, we can do better than that. And I guarantee you, the same person that tweeted that out, is the same person that was praising him week one when he threw three touchdowns, zero picks, and looked really, really great, thrown to A.J. Brown. Uh, but we have, to, as Titans Twitter, we cannot, like, including you, Trey,
0: mm-hmm. you can't
1: be wishy-washy on a quarterback. I know you're like I know you make those comments of hey like Marcus can be better. Let's let's think about Tannehill Hill could succeed better with this offense than he would have in uh in Miami. But we got we gotta stay consistent. Um let's let's see how the next four weeks pan out under Marcus. If we we're, we're looking at if we go five and one in the next four weeks, which look at it, look at our next few games. Jacksonville on Thursday. That is very winnable. Jack Jacksonville's a mess. They have the whole Jalen Ramsey drama going on. That rookie quarterback should not put up any kind of numbers on the Titans defense. See, um, I don't know
0: about that. He's
1: uh, I I was I mean <laughs> attack me if not whoever wants
0: to listen to this. I mean, it's something I don't think the Titans Titans team was sleeping on the Colts, but I don't think people were taking the Colts as serious as we should have. Now, the defense missed some sacks, they missed some tackles, but they had, what, two turnovers. I think they fumbled the ball once and Harold got that ball and then Logan Ryan picked it off. The offense just did not capitalize on that. However, in the hypothetical universe that if Andrew Luck did not retire, I think that game would have been the same it was at that week 17 game last year where it was, what, 33 to some 17 or something. Um, but
1: going back to week 17 of last year when Angelo was their quarterback. When we were down in the fourth quarter, we were down what? It was a touchdown in the fourth quarter uh, when um, Blake Gabbard started throwing an interception. <laughs> Marcus, right to their linebacker. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If <laughs> Marcus Mariota was our starting quarterback week 17 last year. Oh, yeah. I truly, 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 truly believe when we were down only one touchdown in the fourth quarter, we would have won that game. With Marcus as our quarterback, sure. But the key thing is he wasn't available. That is another thing that kills me is his injuries. But you know for like, you know for a fact, like, hey, if I know, I personally think for a fact, if Tannehill was instead of Gabbard, it was Tannehill, we would have won that game.
0: Right. Like,
1: that same offense would have ran. We wouldn't have issues of Blake Gabbard agree. being Blake Gabbard. But. That's where we go back to the same situation of Marcus Mariota. The biggest trait to his team has to be his availability. Mm-hmm. I get the whole he had the, like a the cracked vertebrae, the nerve issue. I totally get that. Yeah, I totally get of the whole it might have ended his career, and I am happy. I'm happy that he actually said sat out that game. Now thinking about it, but it goes back to his this. I'll, I'm I sound pretty wishy-washy now, but <laughs> when I'm talking about this, but we go back to the same situation with Vince Young. Why did Vince Young succeed? He was not taking care of his body. He was not dedicated to the Titans. Then we go to Marcus Mariota. Is he actually taking care of his body in the offseason where it's causing him not to get injured? I know this offseason he added weight and looks like the amount of hits that he's took, it looks like, he can take the hits now. Because he has that weight. He's a little bit heavier, but his speed is the same. So I mean, that does get the question as well. But man, I I the thing is, I feel like if Andrew Lincoln would have played and was still on this Colts team, I feel like you're probably right about that. We overlooked the Colts. We're like, yeah, mm-hmm. they don't have Andrew Luck. We can definitely beat this team. But this is not the Jacob E. Colts from two years ago when we swept the Colts. Their roster is a lot better. T.Y. Hilton is T.Y. Hilton. like T- I don't care. Like T.Y. Hilton is a Titan killer. Like mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins is. Uh, I don't know what's up with the Colts, but they go from Marvin Harrison to Reggie Wade to T.Y. Hilton. And those receivers always, always kill the Titans. Going back to the Peyton Manning Marvin Harrison days. To Reggie Wayne, to like it's just like man, these Colts just have to have our number. Um, I was talking to a buddy of mine like before this season. I was like, man, I am putting the two Colts games as losses uh, until we prove that we can actually consistently beat this team. We were looking like projecting wins and stuff. I always consider a Colts game a loss. I'm sorry, like the Jaguars. We yeah, until the they Jaguars. prove otherwise,
0: yeah, you yeah. have to assume it.
1: It's going to be two losses. I mean, we own the Jaguars. It's crazy how our division works, though. Like oh, ever dude. since that, na- ever since '99, with the Jaguar and like our AFC Championship things, we've owned the Jaguars, but the Colts own us.
0: It's well, here's like, the thing about right now: is for the AFC South. Like if, if we're going to overlook the the Colts, I think that it can apply to every single team with all three of our rivals with the Texans, Jags, and Colts. Because last week, I mean, I don't, I, I didn't get a chance to watch the game, given the fact that I was in Nashville in Nissan Stadium, basically
1: melting from from all the heat. Man, but it was I, a still feel like, to I still thirteen twelve game. I still feel like I'm burning from that sun, man. Yeah, That's it, so it was
0: it was brutal. But but the fact is, is that the Texans what squeezed it out, thirteen to twelve against the the, the Jags. Correct. A lot of people think that this Jags team is a pushover because Nick Foles is is gone. I mean, pff, y- y- the Titans cannot afford to sleep on anybody on that roster. I don't even care who it is. I mean, the Bills are two and zero. Yeah, the Broncos are O and T right now. It- it's changing obviously week by week as we learn more about these teams. But it's one of those things. Nobody needs to look at a game on the schedule, and I don't care about what ticket prices look like if the Chiefs are selling for, what, 150 up in the nosebleeds, you know, compared to what the the Buccaneers game. Week to week, the Titans have to have their lunch pail and be ready to go to work. Uh, And I think it starts, I mean, first and foremost, I think it starts for offensively. Arthur Smith, I think, yes, being a rookie, he he, he still has a lot to prove. I think that this the fact that we were, like we were saying a second ago, his main focus is himself. From, you know, I, I tweeted today just saying man, it, it's its a great thing to hear him kind of take ownership versus the old days where Terry Robisky was saying if they line eight guys up in the box, we're still going to run the ball. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad those, those days are done with. But, but yeah, I mean, this Thursday is going to be a big test. I think on the road, obviously, they've been talking. Thursday games on the road for road teams are not – very good odds as far as pulling out wins. That um,
1: is, and this is a rivalry game. Like, I truly believe the Jaguars heard all summer about the 99-yard rush. Right. And they're like, we got to shut down Derek Henry. I don't care if it's – we can't have another 99-yard rush. And Jalen Ramsey said it on "Busting with the Boys. It's like, hey, uh, they have our number, and I hate that. That's my hometown team. But with the whole situation of going on and with Jalen Ramsey and the Jaguars, how long is it going to take till he quits on Thursday? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's it'll be interesting to see if he's actually on the team on Thursday. Uh, what truly, yeah, his, truly happens? And that's truly something happens. too I want to
0: talk about is obviously his presser today was a bit of a circus because it's like why call the why, why call the press conference to say I don't want to be a distraction. While I'm distracting my teammates with this press conference, and I'm I'm probably like you said I'm not I'm probably not playing Thursday night because if I don't have a trade yet, I'm not going to risk the the injury and, and correct. The, it's just kind of dumb it, to me.
1: I mean, I feel like the Jaguars did Jaguars forced him out there. Oh, they were trying to like mellow everything down. That's why he was out there, uh, talking to. It just the... looked stupid, man. Yeah, it, it just is, looked dumb. It did. At least, hey, at least he got to he got a shout out to Bustle with the boys. I'm sure they love that. Uh, but I mean, it just looked really, really dumb to be <laughs> out there and be like, "Yo, like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I can't answer that. Like, I just want to win. I love this city. I love that. But I'm just like, dude, like, you're just basically embarrassing yourself." Well, uh, I'm looking at I right kinda now. Want him, I kind of want him to get. Like to finish this year out in Jacksonville so that he could force a release or something so he can choose where he wants to go. Yeah. What Let's if you pull that what if you pulled the A B, he got traded to some team and he's like, nah, man, I I can't play I can't play here, blah blah blah. Release right. me and then he gets to pick where he wants to go.
0: Well, if it's anything like the A B situation, the Buffalo Bills <laughs> who he rejected in the very beginning, looks like they're perfectly fine right now without him because they've dodged the entire bullet of, of Antonio Absolute. Brown.
1: Absolute. Um, Aren't you happy we don't have AB here at Nashville? We were so close. And I was one of those guys that wanted
0: – I was to I was on the boat. I was on the um, AB boat for a little bit, just saying, hey, we got to get better. Yeah, we got to get better. But I'm, I'm truly happy he didn't come here. So oh, after. for sure, but because I'm looking at right now, uh, Ball, and I'm looking at the days since the Jaguars have beat the Titans. We're at 997 as of Tuesday, the 17th. So we're looking at 999 for the for game day on Thursday. A thousand
1: days. Do, do you think we get to a thousand days on Friday? I I truly believe this team is going to come out on top. Like they're going to after this loss. Like Kenny Vaccaro said, they're not going to lose two games in a week. Dude, I, no I
0: loved his response to that yeah, because like, it's like, come
1: on. Yeah, he's like, no, nah, there's no way I'm losing two games in a week. And I truly, truly, truly believe Tennessee is going to come out on top uh, because I feel like they're the better team, one. Two, coming off a of Colts loss, they're going to come out angry. They have a bad taste in their mouth. Three, um, I I feel like Doug Marone is losing this team. Oh, he's dude, Tom Coughlin's team.
0: been it's – like, it's like sand through his fingers since he took
1: over. Exactly. So I just feel like there's something like there's a lot going on in that locker room where Tennessee's going to like, Hey, we get, we get, we get up two touchdowns on these guys. Do we have the game? They're going to quit like how they did last year. So, I mean, and I feel like, I truly feel like from Corey Davis being pissed to Delaney Walker was truly, truly, truly pissed at the end of that Colts game. He's going to come out on fire. Um, and I truly expect it'll be plus, a thousand plus days since the Jaguars have beat the Titans on Friday morning.
0: I'd love to see it. I, I, I want to see again. Not to be critical, not to say he won't do it. I want to see Marcus Mariota come out and ball. Um, I don't love. I saw the British report from from Jim White today. I think we're doing <laughs> what navy
1: bottoms and white tops. Yeah, I don't. I'm not loving that.
0: It's I like my least ball favorite ball. combo, dude. It's yeah, like, it's give like... me some Navy on Navy since we had to go. I think we were whites for the Colts this last weekend. But yeah, I'm just thinking, give me some aggression. Give me some more Derrick Henry. I think today he talked about how he's kind of sick of hearing about the 99 uh, touchdown and 99 yard touchdown from last year on Thursday night football. But my thing is, is until Taylor Lewan comes back, um, it's kind of week by week for me as far as what we're going to get offensively because I I think he is, and we talked about it a second ago, uh, as far as, you know, Delaney and Adam Humphreys and Johnny having to throw chip blocks to help out, uh, but obviously Yannick Ngakwe, uh Calais Campbell, I mean, this is not a team to sleep on as far as their Absolutely. defensive line. Um obviously we had some success against the Browns but that's still something I I want to see uh, if if by some chance Ramsey plays and AJ Bouye is there. Um I mean I
1: mean I, re- I did you see AJ Bouye in the con- I don't I can't even pronounce his name the Cockway, whatever his name is. Yeah, Nkakwe. they yeah, they missed Sunday so I I don't know. I mean, I don't expect them to play on uh on Thursday.
0: So they were you out? Got,
1: no yeah, they were out on Sunday against the Texans. Really? That's, yeah. that's probably the they best to get here all week. Exactly. So you're telling hope me, they're doing
0: well. Not to sound like exact, I'm, yeah, I'm hope, praising hope injuries. Right hope
1: hope yeah. that they're recovering well. Uh, but hopefully, if they're out Thursday, they got extra 10 days to rest before the next game day. Yeah. So you're telling me, A.J. Boye out, Boye out. Jalen Ramsey possibly not being there. That's or big... possibly not even caring about the game because he's like, I'm not trying to get hurt. You tell me Corey Davis and AJ Brown cannot beat the second string team. They, yeah. should, be able, they should be able to feast on that second. Team. But the key thing goes back to is Marcus Mariota gonna hold on to the ball too long for them to right. develop a place. Because that right. defensive front is gonna eat. Yeah. Have, it, it, it'll seen, be fun to watch. Have you seen Josh Allen? Oh my god, oh. that kid that kid is a Beast,
0: yeah, again, I mean, Yannick and Gokwe, I mean, Calais Campbell, this defensive line. I mean, it, it, hell, whatever's in Gardner Minshew might be starting quarterback, but this defensive line, I mean, it might be one of the best in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a 12 9 game or if it's yeah,
0: yeah, 30. <laughs> yeah,
1: I hope it's not 12 9, but I mean, I would not be surprised if it's a field goal
0: cool game again. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens then. But everybody listening, we're going to wrap this thing up. I know. Uh, this is probably the first. I'm hoping of many. and this has been fun, buddy. I mean, absolutely, uh, it's been
1: great, man. I'm, I'm our usual.
0: Under, I'm Go ahead. Sorry. That
1: you, I'm pretty honored that you asked me to join you. Like, I hope this is the start of many Titans new stuff.
0: Absolutely, yeah, dude. And, yeah. and
1: if you're listening to this and you're a Titans fan, we you can actually be a
0: part of the the podcast. We have a a voicemail that you can call in at four two three. Three eight zero ninety ninety six. You can leave a comment, concern. You can call us out for a bad take at some point. Tell me how I'm wishy-washy or 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 tell Ballin how good looking he is, whatever you want to do. But yeah, be a part of the podcast with us and find us on Twitter. You can find me at Trey Win. It's T-R-E-S-W-I-N-N. And Ballen, go ahead and tell the people where they can find you online, man.
1: Uh you can find me on Twitter at Ballin B-A-L-L-I-N-K Ali uh so that's ball, N-B-A-L-L-I-N-K-A-L-I. Uh, on Twitter, I'm pretty active on their um, national-related activities and everything like that. So let's, let's let's hope on Friday morning we're looking at a 2-1 and Tennessee Titans team.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. for everyone who's who's making the games, feel free. I know I'll, I'll be in Atlanta. I'm thinking, and you have plans to go to the
1: Atlanta? Uh, I am hoping, hoping, okay. fingers crossed. Uh, if there's a certain person listening to this podcast right now, um, hopefully, you know, you cancel, like you get me out of the plans on Saturday. So I can make the trip (laughs) down to Atlanta.
0: (laughs) Road trip it, brother. Come on. Yeah.
1: No, but it's supposed to be fun. I know there's quite a
0: few different, you know, conversations as far as tailgates. I know Bud's boys will be down there. Obviously V-Love will be down there as well. Uh, My wife and I are getting some, uh, some, some. Some some time with uh, without the kids, my in-laws are going to take them, and we're going to make the game as well. Um, but a lot to look forward to. Yes, a very disappointing loss of the Colts. I'm I am growing more and more optimistic, and I think the guys on the midday 180, which we want to give them a shout out. Bowen and I met through uh, obviously Titans Twitter, but I actually got to meet in person through the midday 180 JV fantasy football league. Um, but they were talking today. If so, y- you tell me what you think about this, Bowen. If the Titans win. On Thursday, are all the Mario daughters back on the bus?
1: I would say no. Uh, it depends on how Mariota plays. If Mario if, if he's out, if he's
0: playing lights out, if he's playing definitive like, dominant football,
1: yeah, that because our fans are very wishy washy. They'll all be back on the boat and very calm.
0: So I fit in. I mean, I'm, I'm one of the clan, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll be like, <laughs> man,
1: I love Marcus. So I'm ready to pay him.
0: No, I, I, if, if he plays well, believe me, I'll be the first person in line to say, hey, he played great. However, I want to see about two or three more games from that. You know, I want to I see the consistency factor. Absolutely. Um, like
1: uh, that's goes back to my point of what we talked about earlier, is if he balls out for the rest of the season, all right, cool. Franchise tag him, do it, do it another year. He has to be, consistent. So, has to be so
0: consistent. regardless of what he does, if he plays consistently, you're franchising, period.
1: Yeah, if he plays consistently, I'm not paying him this year. I'm franchise tagging him.
0: So even if he throws 50 touchdowns, and I mean, if if he does it in a convincing way, there's no way you're going to give him an extension.
1: Nope, franchise tagging him. Wow. All right, cool. And... Like, all right, cool. You did a great, great job doing that this year. Prove it again next year. And then if you do it again. You, you're consistent next year. That's when I'll give you your $200 million contract. But I just, I just the thing is how he's played the first four years. As much as I love Mariota, and, and some people call me Mariota, a Mariota Homer, as he has the consistency has to play in. Yeah, cool. You did it one year. You got to do it two years in a row, then I'll pay you. Simple as hmm. that. I mean, you know what I mean? Are you? I mean, would you pay him if he threw forty touchdown, forty touchdowns this year?
0: Here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not looking at stats as far as his, you know, potential contract if this team actually does go good to great and they have a 10 and six, 11 and five, I mean, type of record. And he plays in a way that is, you know, this guy has decided the outcomes of these games with his play in a positive way. And they make it to the first, second, you know, round of the playoffs and they go beyond the nine and seven, you know, good Mark and they go great. Um, it's going to have to be really decisive, but, I, I mean, I would, I would consider it. But that's just something, I mean, a lot, lot of time, obviously, with week uh, – it feels just, like we've been in week six or something, the way that people have been throwing their shit around.
1: Man, the way the way Titans Twitter's been reacting since oh, Sunday, it feels I feel like, like we're already, like, halfway through the season. Yeah, it's like, it's like week 10 or something, and it's like, hey, the Titans are out of the playoff race, so let's play 10. But, I yeah. mean, come on, like, people, like, we need to calm down. It's only week two. Um, if I and again, I'll go back to what I we were texting back and forth earlier today. The Titans' twenty twenty quarterback is on this roster. The twenty twenty quarterback is on this roster. It's either Marcus Mariota or Ryan Tannehill will be the starting quarterback next year. And I know you've been like like looking at quarterbacks for twenty twenty who they'll potentially draft. I'll tell you this: I personally don't think the Titans will draft and need none of the top three. None of the top See, three.
0: He, here's, here's my thought, because with Jalen Ramsey and obviously a bunch of Titans fans are, are jumping the Jalen Ramsey sweepstakes, if you will, if they were more secure in the quarterback situation, I bet they would give up a first-round pick for Jalen Ramsey, and I don't know what they would do with how how they would mix it up with Malcolm Butler, Livin Ryan, Adoree Jackson. If they give up one of those guys... um yeah, I I, I I don't know. The, I, the thing too... is
1: the Jalen Ramsey situation, it's 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 nice to dream, but Tom Coughlin hates the Tennessee Titans. And <laughs> he will never, ever in his life oh, yeah. do a trade with the I Tennessee mean... Titans, especially a player in, like on Jalen Ramsey's level. He wants to come to Nashville. You telling me that Jaguars want to make him happy by sending him to Nashville? No.
0: What Unless
1: Jalen Unless Jaylee comes out and says the only team I am playing for is my hometown team, I will not. Well, he basically did to. that.
0: He basically I, did that with them. Them, obviously, the Titans and the
1: Vegas Vegas Raiders. However, his, his ideal spot.
0: I'm going. Ideal. I mean, I'm going to go out here and say, if the pot is sweet enough, you'll listen to anybody, and that's a fact. I mean, money talks, picks talk. Obviously, if if I mean. I'll never say never especially after seeing Andrew Luck retire a month before the 2019 season. But let's uh, let's wrap this thing up ball and it's yeah, been fun right, dude. It's
1: um, been
0: great man for everybody on uh, that's listening you can find us anywhere on, on iTunes, Spotify, I've been seeing that we have a lot of listeners on Stitcher so if you have or an Android user feel free to hook us up there check out Chat 10 Sports. We usually talk about Titans, Vols, some Braves, maybe some Predators once they're in season, but uh, this could be a regular thing for some Tennessee Titans. Talk balling, it's been fun. Hopefully, like you said, man, we're sitting at a thousand days on Friday since the Jaguars have beaten the Tennessee Titans.
1: Absolutely, and hopefully, Trey, you're not overreacting on Thursday night. At once.
0: It's bad. <laughs> I agree. I-, I hope the same thing. And For everyone listening who's on Titans Twitter, Marcus Mariota, it's the guy for right now. <laughs> and if he plays <laughs> well, he's my guy.
1: <laughs> like I tweeted it out earlier, Marcus Mariota is my QB one. That's right now. He's my QB one.
0: I just let's want go. this team to be better. <laughs> That's it, dude. Anyway. I just
1: I just hey. want to play off. I just want to host a playoff game here in That's um, all i Dude,
0: doing. could you imagine? See, I don't even want to go there yet. I'm just like, let's let's just get into week three and go. But yeah, hey, we got it. All right, bro. Yeah, all right, buddy. Take care. <laughs> all right, man.
1: Have a good night. Okay.